0: Visit roberthalf.com today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com
1: for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The best fits for the rookie running backs, next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and Five. I'm Chris Towers here, and big thanks to Adam Azer and the gang for holding things down while I was out the last couple of weeks. But I'm back and I'm here with Emory Hunt today. And we're talking about the best fits for the rookie running backs besides Bijan Robinson and Jameer Gibbs. You know, those guys got drafted so early. Fit doesn't really matter. They're gonna play a big role in their offenses. They're gonna be a big part of our fantasy seasons in 2023 and beyond. We don't really need to worry too much about them. But This year's rookie class, we had one running back in the second round, then four in the third, one more in the fourth. So, Emery, let's talk about the guys who were drafted, you know, specifically in the middle rounds of the draft. And, you know, who has the best fit in their new offense? What do you think?
0: You know what? It's fascinating because there was some great picks in terms of backs. I compared this back class to 2017. We Mm -hmm. had a bunch of guys that went in the middle rounds that ended up being stars in the NFL. I look at Deuce Vaughn. I, I know I'm a big Deuce Vaughn guy, but him going to Dallas makes so much sense. He gives him a nice sidecar to Tony Pollard, someone that can be the perfect complimentary back within that offense. Doesn't need a lot of volume to be successful. He could have a, a success from day one. I also look at an undrafted guy. This was a, a, a deep sleeper. Um, Sean Tucker going to Tampa Bay. That's a big time opportunity for him. The talented Syracuse running back goes into a backfield that is a little bit of questioning, influx a little bit, but he has an opportunity, mm-hmm. health permitting, to take that lead role and be a guy that could be productive, kind of like this year's version of your Alfred Boris, right? Someone that comes out of nowhere and starts for a football team. Devon yeah, H. Bu- oh,
1: go, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Buccaneers uh waived Leonard Fournette. So there's an opportunity there. Uh, you know, Rashad White, we expect him to be the lead back, but you know, he wasn't super impressive last season. Good pass catcher, showed some some chops there, but not necessarily someone who looked at least as a rookie like a guy who's ready to take over a backfield. And then Deuce Vaughn, you, know, you mentioned with Dallas, we we expect Tony Pollard to be the lead back, and I think that's the the way they're going to go. Tony Pollard's going to get kind of the Ezekiel Elliott role, but what we've seen in that offense is This is a team that wants to run the ball a lot. They want to use multiple backs. Tony Pollard's been fantasy viable, even when Ezekiel Elliott's been the the lead back. So, you know, assuming they don't make an addition, and I was surprised that they didn't make a a bigger investment at running back. So, you know, that kind of tells you maybe what they think about Vaughn and certainly what they think about Pollard, at least for 2023. Uh, There's an opportunity there for for Vaughn to be, you know, fantasy relevant alongside Tony Pollard. Who else were you going to say? Devin H ain't going to Miami
0: because when you think about how they run their zone blocking scheme, now you have a guy that also has home run hitting capabilities. He was running through so much, so much trash at AM. Now you're clearing things up for him in a run game combined with his speed and explosiveness. I think he'll be a chunk playmaker for Miami within that backfield. So he's another one that goes to a great spot.
1: Yeah, it's just, It's such a such a fun fit with all the speed that Miami has on their offense. It's a clear organizational philosophy for Mike McDaniels. And, you know, even you look at the other running backs on the on the team, Jeff Wilson and Raheem Moster, those are fast guys. They're a little older. They've had a lot of injuries. So it's a situation where, you know, A chain maybe doesn't break camp as the starter, but very, very easy to see a situation where by like week six, you know, one of Mostert or Jeff Wilson, given their history, might get hurt, and there's an opportunity. He hits a couple of big plays, and all of a sudden, he just kind of runs away with the opportunity. And that's the thing with rookie running backs in fantasy is you often have to be patient with them. You know, the B. John Robinson and Jameer Gibbs, they're the guys from day one. Those guys are, are Jameer Gibbs is going to be a big part of that backfield rotation. But the rest of the guys, you know, you're looking, you're talking about lottery tickets, right? And so you're hoping that, the guys who don't necessarily open as day one starters. You know, I think of Alvin Kamara, his rookie season. He was just so good that he forced the the Saints to to cut Adrian Peterson and create an opportunity for him. And that's one that I want to ask you. What do you think of the fit with Kendra Miller in New Orleans? I know he's dealing with an ankle injury during rookie minicamp, but it doesn't sound like it's too serious. That's a situation where we we think Alvin Kamara might be suspended for part of this season. How does he fit there? They added Jamal Williams. What what do you think of that situation?
0: You know, that's why I stayed away from him. I would stay stay away from just from a fantasy first perspective, because mm-hmm. I love the talent. Kendra Miller, Evan Accanda from, from Pitt, who's now with yep. the Jets, and also with Charbonnet. All three guys are tremendous tailbacks, but they have established starters, or in the Saints case, they bring in Jamal Williams to be the Kendra Miller of this backfield. But I like Miller's explosiveness. He has much more burst. Then mm-hmm. Jamal Williams, and if let's say Kamara is going to be you know gone for a couple of weeks, keep an eye on Sir Roderick Thompson, the undrafted rookie out of Texas Tech. Good explosiveness, good quicks, good burst. Someone that has that type of capability to pair up with a Miller and a Jamal Williams. But those three backs, their situations are, are very unique because you can mm-hmm. see them being the starter, but you can also see the established starter that is in front of them that are really good backs be those guys as well.
1: Yeah, a lot of variance there with uh, Abanacanda, Zach Charbonnet, and Kendra Miller. I think the key there, when you're when you're looking at your draft for 2023, is you don't want to pay up for them. But if you get them outside of the top 100, they become those kind of lottery tickets. Who, you know, Kenneth Walker. The fact that they took Zach Charbonnet in the second round maybe indicates that they're not as infatuated with Walker as as we kind of thought, or maybe it's just the Seahawks really love running backs and really love running the ball. Um, But, you know, that's a situation where any of those three guys, you you get an injury, you get an underperformance at the top of the depth chart, and all of a sudden, you know, any of those three guys could really take off and and make a big impact for fantasy. So it's an exciting rookie class. There's a lot of names to know. And uh, we're going to continue talking about them all offseason here on the Fantasy Football Today in 5 podcast and on the full episode of Fantasy Football Today. We'll see you next time.